Welcome to another episode of Mysteries and Beyond. I am your host, Gavino, and here joining us over the internet, we got a couple of friends of mine that uh, join us uh, every so often. We got today, we got Warner. Hello, everyone. I'm back. He's back. Warner's back. (laughs) And we also got Ashley. Hey, how's it going? And we got Joe. What's up, guys? And we got Chad. What's up? So they're joining us over the internet. You know, uh, it is currently raining pretty hard over here in uh, where we live at. And um, I guess the correct term is state of emergency. Oh yeah, well, I guess <laughs> you know. But it is uh, currently a state of emergency here in California because of the storms going on. So you know, we're we're here chilling, discussing a couple things. You know, and uh, we're gonna discuss today actually a mystery, a mysterious happening actually. It is about mysteries. mysterious mystery, a mysterious happening, a mysterious thing <laughs> of mysteries. What? So, <laughs> let me tell you about this guy. Today we will be discussing the significant story of Edward Allen Oxford, a man that was basically found on this island and uh, near Antarctica. In uh, 1916, a German U-boat sank a merchant marine ship. Uh, flying with the allied colors off the coast of Antarctica, somewhere between Elephant Island and Deception Island in the South Shetland archipelago. It was believed that uh, all souls aboard the ship have been lost, along with its cargo and food and medical supplies, bound for the Western Front. Uh, That is until a lone survivor was recovered some two years later in 1918 on an unnamed tidal island. So I don't know if you know, you guys know what a tidal island is, right? Uh, no, I don't. No, no. All right. So a tidal island is basically like an island that you know when the tide goes down, uh, the island kind of sprouts out in the ocean, and you oh. you can actually you know walk on it and or go through areas, I guess. And, uh, oh, so but, it's like only available at certain times of the day. Yeah, and uh, uh-huh. this tidal island just off the northwest coast of the Antarctica uh, Peninsula, uh, the survivor was identified. Uh, he identified himself as Edward Allen Oxford, a British imperial citizen. Uh, despite two years having passed, he claimed to have been marooned for no more than six weeks on a nearby large island which he insists was warm and tropical with uh, abundant ve- vegetation and wildlife. So this, you know, ship, this merchant ship was basically going, you know, um, near Antarctica and a U-boat ended up sinking it. And basically everyone on board just ended up disappearing with like the cargo and everything. And there was nothing found. And they just f- ended up finding this random guy. This uh, ship started going nearby there. And they found this guy on this tidal island, you know, uh, two years mm-hmm. later. You know, yeah, uh, 1918. When the ship sank, it was 1916. And, um, yeah, so they found this random guy on a, on this uh, tidal island. Uh, just, I guess, standing there just or whatever. Chilling. You know? Just chilling, <laughs> waiting for someone to come by. And uh, passed away. He, but yeah, and he basically there was no understanding of how how he survived such a long time. Regardless, as uh, no such island was known to exist that far south, and there was a significant um, discrepancy of 
time between his accounting and reality. So mm-hmm. he says he was there for not too sure exactly um, um, what they were saying. What I read on some other articles, they were saying that he was there supposedly for about two weeks. But in reality, oh. he was there for more uh, uh, about two years, approximately. Oh, since the, the ship, you know, ended up uh, getting sunk by a U-boat, you know, a German U-boat. And yeah. um, therefore, like, Oxford was uh, decreed and he was mad by imperial authorities, uh, which was an obvious consequences of the circumstances and was sent to a convalescence uh, facility in Nova Scotia to recover. So they say this guy was either already going mad or something, you know. He wasn't all there in the in the mind, you know, and uh, he was found on this, you know, tidal island and at the facility. He then met and fell in love with uh, one Mildred Constance Langsmeyer, a so-called bluebird or nursing sister with the Canadian Army Medical Corps. Uh, he was released after 18 months and the two married and moved westward to live near a cousin of Oxford. Uh, who ran a small uh, dairy farm in the province of Quebec, uh, where Oxford aided his cousins with farm chores. Oxford later took up a job as a forester, and he did not have a knack for agriculture and farming, and the work life caused him to be away from uh, his beloved Mildred for weeks, and sometimes months at a time, a lifestyle with uh, which... he had been well acquainted as a merchant marine. So during this time, this period, he penned many letters to his wife in which he professed his undying devotion to her and which he extremely recorded his memories of having been uh, uh, marooned on his supposed tropical island off the coast of Antarctica. Uh, despite of officials denying any such geographical anomaly in the region, Oxford stuck in to his story throughout his whole life and is believed to have written some 200 letters to his wife describing various aspects of the uh, fabulous land he supposedly discovered there. Many of the letters found recently in the Quebec house described his life in the lumber camps of the region along with the vivid recollections of uh, having been marooned on a supposed tropical island off the coast of Antarctica uh, during the Great War in details. Eventually, the official imperial records over a hundred years old uh, confirmed that Edward Allen Oxford was a merchant marine and that his ship had been torpedoed and he was indeed recovered some two years later without any rational explanation for how he had been able to survive for so long in such a harsh environment. Uh, today's Oxford story has been forgotten and what the whole world uh, prioritized uh, about this story is that officials called him insane. No one could offer any explanation of how he survived in this sub, uh, supposedly sub-zero temperatures without food or for that long, you know, for so long. So this guy ended up, you know, there's there's been documentations and stuff of when they picked him up and uh, exactly what happened, you know. But this guy, he living in this like a uh, random, harsh, you know, environment during this time, mm-hmm. um, how could someone, you know, could survive, you know, uh, 
uh, his ship going down and especially like on an island for two years without food, water, who knows exactly, you know, living in, especially on this like tidal island, you know, that, you know, uh, ends up getting larger when the tide goes down and then it ends up getting smaller when the tide comes back up, you know, and it's kind of hard to believe like how this guy actually survived that. If the temperature of this area is actually known to be somewhat uh, sub-zero, uh, sub-zero temperatures and stuff. Yeah. It's and, like close to wow. Antarctica. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's crazy. That is insane. Yeah. <laughs> But he says that he was on a tropical island, though. Yeah, he says he was on a tropical island. This island uh, randomly appeared. He ended up basically going on this area, I guess, when he says that this area he was at was a tropical island. And all of a sudden, he the tide went down, I guess, and he walked across and he stayed at this area, you know. Um, Some say he was, like, off the coast of, like, around here. Is it, a, is it Argentina? I yeah. Well, they said that supposedly it was like around the coast here in uh, Argentina. The very peak area of South America. Yeah. So uh, one of the islands. I do have a question though. Mm-hmm. So, like from the records, like where did they pick him up? He was just randomly on this just small little island. Post the okay, uh, the title so he island. was on the island, yeah. so they saw what island it was mm-hmm. that he was picked up from. Yeah, interesting. Okay. But the thing is, is that when they found this island, I mean, it was a tidal island, so it doesn't exist when the tide goes up. And then okay. exactly when they found this guy, he uh, Oxford was saying that he just walked across and he ended up getting stuck in this like little island, you know, and okay. uh, the. The rest of the merchant, you know, uh, the merchant ship that found him ended up seeing, you know, they went through records. The people that found him, they went through records, found out that, yeah, there was a merchant ship. Everything he was saying that his ship was, you know, uh, torpedoed by a U-boat. He, they ended mm-hmm. up sinking. Everything was true. You know, uh, a couple mm-hmm. years back, it was all doc- uh, documented. That yeah, the his his merchant ship you know sunken, and uh, everything like what he was transporting his everything all came out to be an actual you know it was doc- all documented. Yeah. It was all documented, and exactly what he described was you know a, a tropical island he was on. It was you know warm. It was basically a tropical island you know full of like vegetation mm-hmm. and everything. He says he was in this island. That's where he survived. All of a sudden, you know, the tide went down. He ended up walking across the ocean and he ended up just getting stuck and stranded on this, you know, co- uh, small island, uh, tidal island, you know. And so, was it yeah. the tidal island that he was stuck on? Was it like a frozen island? Yeah, it was, like, it was just found there. It was like it, it had no, nothing aboard, nothing on there, you know, or nothing. On the island, no trees, no nothing. It was just a barren island. And he says, supposedly, uh, what he uh, commented was that he uh, just walked across and then the ship arrived. <laughs> like, the ship that found him, just that picked him up, it just arrived right as he was uh, walking across onto this island. And he ended up getting stranded that day, you know. Hmm. But... The thing is, is that these merchant ship, the merchant ship that found him 
says there's no there's- no known island to be tropical or anything like that. And yeah, so south. Yeah. And what they were saying is that he was either being delusional or maybe he was on a different island or something and went to this, you know, uh, tidal island and just got ended up getting stuck there. Maybe he started going insane and started, you know, drinking all the salt water. Yeah. Or hallucinating and just, you know, he wasn't he wasn't found with any food, any gear or, you know, wasn't. The thing that is kind of strange, though, is that it this tidal island, it was uh, temperature wise was really, really low. <laughs> it was uh, freezing temperatures. Yeah. And yeah. that's what's, you know, mysterious about this is that how did one man survive a couple weeks is what he recalled, you know. Yeah, he like uh, he would have had a hypothermia if he didn't have, if he wasn't prepared. Yeah. Yeah. And then two weeks, that's that's pretty long, like without food or, or uh, clean water, like if you're just on an island. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, it's definitely, and he like says, I don't really see how that's possible. Yeah. He says, I mean, he was only gone or his ship was, you know, destroyed for about weeks, you know. So his recollection is that his ship went down and ended up, uh, he ended up living in the middle of nowhere for two weeks. But in reality, uh, it was over two years. You know? Jeez. So, in, yeah. In the, in the notes, does it say anything about, like, like was he, was he, did he have, like, malnutrition? Like, well, what was the state of him? Well, they evaluated him, and yeah, he was uh, malnourished and stuff. Um, they say he was also uh, found. That, you know, uh, he was going mentally insane. And that's what they labeled him, you know. Okay. But, mm-hmm. So that's um, the reason why he was sent to that. Yeah, to uh, that. One center. Yeah. And there's yeah, other, my like, thing is, like, how, how can you survive on a frozen island or, like, a sub-zero island? island? Like, he yeah. must have had been, he must have been telling somewhat the truth, you know. Yeah, and I mean, survive for that long. He remembered, Uh, and he was the only one found on this island, you know. And and who knows exactly? uh, Maybe he was in a tropical island, or like an island like full of vegetation with something, or maybe he was living off the land. And just as the boat was going on, you know, passing by, maybe he walked to the tidal island and just, you know, out of coincidence, this boat was passing by and picked him up or who knows you know like what happened before the boat you know picked him up where was he living you know what, what? if he had like amnesia because of like what happened to, like when the u-boat sunk the merchant ship maybe yeah, like what if he had yeah. and like yeah. the only time that he can remember is that like oh for this but then again then how did he survive yeah like that's the question how would he yeah. have been able to survive for two years Mm-hmm. Like maybe that explains the yeah, reason why he doesn't remember the two years, but it doesn't explain why yeah. he survived the two years. Unless someone just like marooned him, they're like, "Eh, we took care of this guy. Yeah, yeah. We don't like him anymore." <laughs> yeah, like a I tribe know. or Let's something. Give him a couple crates, supplies, and what happens happens. <laughs> See this island right here that's appearing? Just walk across, and uh, someone will pick you up. <laughs> but it, it's it's kind of well, weird. Yeah. It's just. It, I mean, it could have been just coincidence that maybe he was like on a different, like actual land, and there was a uh, maybe you know forest or something or vegetation. He was maybe living with someone or by himself or who knows, maybe crates from the ship or something. You know, 
food rations. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, I know that like, uh, like when the tide goes away, like you can pick a lot of food out, like, uh, like fish or even like clams and stuff get trapped. Yeah, but you. I feel like you'd get like, like so sick. Well, I mean, if if he was supposedly on an an island that had vegetation, like he could create a fire, but. Yeah, but then it would go away because when it would disappear, you know, when the tide. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but I don't think it all goes away. Yeah, but like the, they're saying that um, the island that he was on, it didn't have anything. So mm-hmm. like it would have to be dry enough for you to make a fire. So Jack's thinking is... really hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's got all the explanation. So, I mean, it, they, the, the thing is just that his, uh, the way he ended up, you know, documenting this it was all written down on letters to his wife you know and just this this um just basically yeah, didn't he write like 200 and something yeah something and like that's it? how it's, it was documented because it, it was his story and it never changed like his story never changed at all even since he yeah. was you know talking to her and, and everything and pretty much everything he described you know it was always the same story uh, he was stuck on this island, you know, full of vegetation. It was a tropical island and he was, you know, living off the land and just, you know, all of a sudden he says he walked across uh, this channel, you know, this uh, island to this, you know, uh, tidal island. And then all of a sudden he lived there or just stayed there, you know, I don't know how long exactly it said, you know, but um he says what his recollection was he was there on this tropical island going across it took about two weeks that's all he remembers is he was there for at least two weeks stranded you know at different this island you know and yeah until all of a sudden you know this coincidence he walked across to this tidal island and he found the ship that picked him up and they thought he was mentally insane and so they ended up taking him, you know, to Nova Scotia and he was nursed back to health. And yeah, it's just a mysterious, um, like happening of how this guy, you know, randomly appeared, you know, uh, especially if he fell into the water, it was uh sub zero, you know, temperatures, especially in this water. I mean, how could someone survive the water, the wreckage being stranded in the middle of nowhere for two years, you know? Yeah. So I'm saying it must be amnesia. A ninja? I know it has to be like I've amnesia. Like, oh, <laughs> I, I've seen people who have been sick for with whatever, you know, um, yeah. whatever condition, and they think like like they've been somewhere for months, and but it's, but they if you ask them, hey, how, how long have you been here? And you know, they say only a few days. Mm-hmm. They're just like, okay, wow, that's not right at all. Like the concept so I, of I can, time is different. Well, yeah, what is it they say? Like, oh, they don't know. Yeah. Sometimes if you get like a big, like, if you get really traumatized, I guess, sometimes you can forget, you know, certain mm-hmm. things that happen. Or maybe yeah. from like the explosion, My, um, too. Like when they got mm-hmm. hit, like, you never know. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe mm-hmm. he was traumatized and ended up forgetting everything else. And, or you know, like, or, not even just traumatized. Like, you could have, like, you know, um, or, like you know, like there's people who have amnesia from like an accident. Yeah. You know? Or he and, could have been having a good time, you know, 
drinking some cocoa coconuts or what is it uh, water coconut the water. rum <laughs> spice <laughs> rum you know he was he chilling turtles with his hair he felt he felt like it was there for two weeks you know but it was two years but yeah what i mean it this? is think about this what if it was aliens that took him mm-hmm. or maybe and this whole time experience he was actually, <laughs> and he doesn't remember a ghost or something. I know. I had, th- had that thought as well, Chad. They just yeah. probed him for two years and just dumped him on, yeah. like, eh, just put him on the side. <laughs> no, I always yeah. wondered yeah. about that. Yeah. He'll be Why? fine. Yeah. Why did they really really found him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he lost his mind and he has a loose butthole. Oh <laughs> Damn, Jim. <laughs> Damn From all the I, don't know, I don't know if they examined him. The, the, the doctors, I mean, not the. Not the aliens. <laughs> I don't know if the doctors who declared him uh, mentally unfit examined him that closely. And, and who knows exactly, you know, what this guy, you know, could have, what actually happened, you know? Warner, what do you think? What do you think this uh, this dude, you know? What do you think Warner, of Edward Oxford? Think of like, uh, what could be like something to debunk this, uh-huh. but... I'm not really coming up with any conclusions. Like, it's just very odd that he's able to survive on an island that doesn't have, like, that doesn't, I guess it didn't have much vegetation. Mm hmm. Is also in, like, sub zero, like, climate. Um, I, don't, I just don't get how it's, it's not even possible like, physically. Yeah. But, um, who knows, dude? I'm leaning towards aliens, as Chad said. They abducted him, <laughs> took him, yeah, studied him, yeah, dude. put him on this random island right as the ship was coming by. He's like, oh, here yeah. they come, here they come. <laughs> yeah. Just tossed him on yeah. the island, you know? Uh, Tidal Island. But, yeah, I mean, this is uh, the odd story, and you know, of Edward Allen Oxford, a basically a British merchant uh, seaman. that basically you know he ended up getting torpedoed in 1916 and was found two years later i mean there's a a couple of um articles about him and his story and uh you could you know look it up you could um look it up and let us know what what you you know what you guys think the listeners uh what you guys think about this and uh this uh, odd story of edward allen oxford uh, if you'd like to know more, you know, look it up. Um, you find more articles on it. Um, you could also go to our uh, Instagram, Mysteries and Beyond, where we also post up their show notes uh, on our episodes and what we could show you on on there, you know. <laughs> uh, and you could also join us on our uh, Reddit page with uh, Warner and Joe. They are there monitoring uh, our Reddit uh, subreddit group mysteries and beyond um joe you could say what's up to joe you can say what's up to uh warner yeah. that's right we'll be we watching we'll be watching we'll be waiting always watching but um <laughs> but uh if you can't join us you know like either on spotify or 
or uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your uh, podcast uh, uh, streaming service. You know, you could uh, always join us on our website at mysteriesandbeyond.com where you could listen to our podcast episode for free. And it also lists up uh, five of our uh, previous uh, episodes on there. And uh, you can also go on the About Us page on there and uh, you can send us an email if you'd like to get in touch with us or send us a topic for uh, future episodes. And uh, yeah, it's uh, mysteriesandbeyond.com. Werner, thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. It's a very interesting topic. I'm going to have to look more, look into it a little more. Yeah, but if you'd like to learn more, you know, you could uh, search it up on the internets and find more information on it. Ashley, thank you for uh, joining us as well. Thank you for having me too. And uh, Joe, thank you for joining us today. Of course, anytime. Thank you. And uh, Chad, thank you for joining us on this episode. Yeah, dude. Thanks for having me. And uh, thank you to the listener for joining us on another episode of Mysteries and Beyond. And we will catch you guys on the next one. And Stay mysterious. And stay mysterious. Peace. Bye. Bye.